Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, a music podcast where we chat to a new guest each week, talk about their life and creative endeavours, and talk to them about some of the music they love. Our show works by chatting to our guests about music, but also getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. You can find the link to our playlist in the show notes. Welcome to episode 56. I'm your host, Simon Fink. Our guest today is Harper Bloom. The Melbourne via Perth singer-songwriter has just released her debut EP, entitled Faith, Sex and Skin. In today's episode, we're talking about the art of subtlety in songwriting, returning to play shows, and the music of Al Green and Neil Diamond. Here we go. Our guest today is an exciting new singer-songwriter who resides in Melbourne, Australia. She's just released her debut EP, entitled Faith, Sex and Skin, and is about to head out on tour this week to support the EP. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Harper Bloom. Good morning. Good morning, Simon. Thanks so much for having me on the show. No, my pleasure. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, As we just discussed, you are joining us from Melbourne today and it is in the middle of lockdown. How are you holding up? Going okay. A bit more positive this time round after what happened last year and just seeing all the contact contact tracing, that's the word, um, and how they're able to get on top of it and, yeah, sort of see all the rings of um, all the links and, yeah, so hopefully it's just going to be the two weeks and then we'll be back out and playing live music again. Were you in Perth last, like at the start of COVID originally or were you in Melbourne? Um, no, I was in Melbourne. I came over here uh, late 2019. Um, so, yeah, I was in Melbourne for the whole the whole of the lockdown and then I I managed to get out at the end of last year for a couple of months um, just as we sort of started opening up again. Uh, I went back home to Perth because I'm originally from Perth and I was able to play my first shows since March. Um, So, yeah, it was was a nice feeling. What was that experience like in terms of uh, like you're a musician and I know that you were beforehand, you were playing shows like overseas and, and everywhere. What was it like being able to step back on stage for that first time? It was really nice because oh, well, I was playing as a band. I just got my band together and we just started doing our first performances together and then lockdown hit. Um, so I found during lockdown I was doing a lot of those sort of live concert streams from my lounge room uh, back just solo again. So um, it was like, oh, gone a bit backwards here, but it's always nice to play intimately um, <laughs> and acoustically. So, but, yeah, I guess once I went back to Perth, my band couldn't come with me because they're not from Perth. 
Um, so, yeah, I was just playing a few acoustic shows, but it was just nice to be back on stage and sort of getting an audience live reaction again and, you know, getting the audience involved and everything. So, yeah, it was great. Of course. I can, um, there is, like, kind of touching on what you said, like, I know that we were lucky enough to have, like, Isolade here in Australia and there's been yeah. live stream after live stream. And it's cool and it, and it keeps people entertained and it keeps the artists engaged, mm. but I feel like there is nothing like the chemistry of an actual gig. Yeah, I, I really like to get the audience sort of involved and in singing along and clapping along. I think that makes it sort of a vibrant fun show. The debut EP, Faith, Sex and Skin, is out now. Congratulations. I feel like this has been um, somewhat of a long time in the works. Yeah, yeah it definitely has been. How, what's it like having these songs out now and, and finally having it out in the world? Um, yeah, it's, it's really good. So I, I started recording these songs in 2019 um, and then they were supposed to be released last year, the whole EP, but because of what happened with COVID, we just started releasing singles instead of the whole EP and I ended up recording a, a bunch of more songs last year. Um, so then I had a lot more selection to sort of to choose from to put the EP together um, and I ended up picking what I thought was uh, the six sort of um, more honest and best reflection of me sort of songs and to put into the EP and that they just flowed really well and yeah so that will be coming out on the 18th of June um, and I'm really excited to have it out in the world have my debut EP out. It's um, the sound of the EP is, it is great. It's Australiana, it's folky. There's like little touches, uh, little, like little touches of like um, electronic. Um, I don't even want to say electro because it makes it sound like too, <laughs> like EDM or something. But um, when you're sitting down to write your music, what what who or like what is inspiring you when you when you're kind of sitting down to to write these songs? Um, I think most of the time it's sort of true life experiences and I think that comes across maybe the best because it's the most honest and it and it's something I've seen or felt that is true to me and I feel like that connects more than sort of making up something that might not be true. So, yeah, I've found all my, my favourite songs and the songs that seem to connect connect the best live um and also yeah when people hear them I always get the best reaction from um songs that I've written that are from true experiences so yeah I guess yeah just just life experiences um and then I sit yeah. down and sort of feel a emotion and that gets you to start writing that's very cool I feel like um a lot of artists, oh, I feel like it's always been throughout time that they've written from true emotions, but I feel that you can make better connections with fans when it does have that genuine kind of nature to yeah, the songs genuine. and to the lyrics as well. Yeah, I think, yeah, being genuine is what sort of gets it over the line. In the end, that's, I've found the most, songs that are most genuine are the ones that people connect with more so far. Yeah, definitely. Uh, from what I understand, you originally started playing the guitar from a young age, 
because, and please correct me if I'm wrong, because your dad was a Bob Dylan fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or you started playing Bob Dylan songs because your dad's a fan. <laughs> yeah, he's so obsessed. He still is to this day. Um, <laughs> and my mum's not the biggest fan, so it's kind of funny. Um, but, yeah, that's what got me into playing guitar, his obsession with Bob Dylan, and I think he sort of wanted me to, yeah, play his songs. <laughs> What was the what was the first one that your dad was like? Come on, like this yeah, this is the song you have to learn. This oh, is the one that you have to have in the repertoire. I think not not knocking on heaven's door, which is like three chords. Which, um, so that's uh, yeah, it's three chords and it's really simple. But that sort of inspired the whole. You know, you might not have to play a whole heap of different chords, and you might not need um, a huge technical knowledge. But as long as you're saying something that's honest and true to you with the music, then um, people will enjoy it. So, yeah, that's what I got from Bob Dylan anyway. <laughs> I think that's, if you can learn any lesson from Bob Dylan, I think that's a pretty good one. That's um, yeah. a pretty decent one. Yeah. Uh, similar to Bob Dylan, I know that I'm drawing a, a line here, but um, that you previously had played a bunch of shows in New York and it had started to, you know, play some gigs over there. For, I guess, what was that experience like? Were you over there doing music to begin with or were you over there for another reason and music just kind of happened as well? Um, I was actually over there because my, my girlfriend got an internship with the UN um, and so I flew over there. I just finished my degree and so I flew over there and I couldn't get a job or anything so I just took my guitar with me and I was planning to busk because I was incredibly poor at the time. But um, then I went, I, I saw these open mic nights and my girlfriend encouraged me to go and perform some of my songs because I had a few originals that I'd never played in public before. So I just, the first one I was too scared, I ended up like leaving, but then my girlfriend was like, just do it, just do it, like, spite the bullet. And so after, after the first <laughs> one, it just made me want to do more and more. And I think being in New York, as well, there's something about that that's really inspiring. A lot of great artists come from New York, so yeah, definitely. It um, was there any difference in crowds that you kind of noticed between like Australian crowds and crowds in New York? Um, well, I was only playing open mic nights in New York, so there wasn't huge crowds there. Really, it was like you know twenty to thirty people, um, but. The, the open mic nights that I played at, um, they were all very much storytelling um, and they were in quite sort of beautiful and beautiful and intimate bars or, or churches and so people just sort of were there to listen and they really listened, which was nice. Um, so, yeah, it's funny because I'd say when I went back to Perth, it's probably, uh, you know, people just sort of talk and... and uh, <laughs> were drinking and you're just almost background music. Um, but, yeah, I found New York because they were definitely listening. No, that's very cool. I imagine, imagine, yeah, it would be an incredible experience just to, even if it's only to 20 or 30, still very cool to be able to play in New York and, you know, test test the waters, if you will. Yeah, test out the material. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, Walk My Way has been a big hit from the EP, being played on Triple J. The song 
to my understanding, is a song about overcoming self-doubt within a relationship, and it's quite upbeat and sunny. What was the um, the catalyst for for this song? Um, thank thank you for that. I'm glad you like it as well. Um, but yeah, it was kind of funny. I was just playing around with this little, this very simple chord progression, and um, and. And then just the whole chorus sort of fell out of my mouth and it just, it felt, I got really excited, like I felt this sort of excitement and I've read before that um, that's a good sign. So anyway, so I was just, yeah, I was really excited about it and then I didn't really have the verses yet Um, and then I just thought about, you know, with my girlfriend, she wasn't really into girls before dating me and it was all about sort of trying trying my luck and pursuing something that might might have landed on my head. But then the whole time, you know, it turned out to be a great thing and she was also interested in, in me in the end. So that was the idea of the song and that's where all the verse, verses sort of came from. That's very cool. When you... um. When you write down to sit, a, uh, sorry, when you sit down to write a song, is it <laughs> something that you'll kind of like, as you said, sometimes the lyrics will fall out or um, is it something where you'll kind of, you have a melody or lyrics first and then see like what comes out first or do you have like a, a plan in your mind when you, when you go to, to write? Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, that's interesting. At the start, it was definitely um, lyrics first and I'd try and construct a narrative or, yeah, just a coherent story um, from different things I'd seen and and I had, like, I'd write down the idea and then sort of construct a story from there. Um, but then I started doing um, melody first and, and then sort of having the idea of a song but getting down that melody first and then sort of blending the words in with the melody. Um, and, yeah, I think that's what I did for Walk My Way. So maybe that's the best way to do it. I don't <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's a bit, of, a bit of trial and error, I guess. When you are, um, as, as you said, it, it is sometimes the art of songwriting is trial and error. Do you have any tips or tricks for when you're kind of stuck on something, whether it be like a bit of a roadblock on lyrics or, or something else? Oh, yeah, sometimes I, I watch movies and or read books and I just 
take notes on like everything that I'm seeing. And I've written a few songs like that where I've just watched a movie and written a song based on everything I've sort of written down whilst watching that movie. And, yeah, I think they can be quite emotive sometimes, you know, like even though it's not your life, it can still make you feel quite emotional. Um, so, yeah, I think that definitely helps with roadblocks. Well, that's cool. It's um, It seems to be with everyone that we've spoken to that there's like obviously different things work for different people, but it seems to be like other art forms that help yeah. um, one another, if that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, that is true when you put it like that, actually, definitely. <laughs> the EP is uh, called Faith, Sex and Skin. I'm curious where the title came from and, and I guess what it does mean to you. Um, the title, I had just watched the movie The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind. Have you seen that? I, uh, I don't it's think great. I have. Oh, you don't? Oh, uh, it's a great movie. Um, current movie I or won't spoil new it. one? Um, it's pretty old. I think maybe it's like about five to ten years old now. Okay. But it's based on a true story about this boy in Africa. Um, but I won't spoil it for you because <laughs> it's a really good movie. But basically, after watching that, essentially the movie is about everyone coming together to build something um, for the better, for the community, um, everyone sort of working together to have a great outcome. And I just thought, you know, the idea of everyone from different religions or uh, with different sexual identities and different skin colours, sort of instead of coming together to tear each other apart, um, coming together to build a more kind, kinder and sort of more accepting society. And so that's just, yeah, those three words just sort of popped into my head because I feel like they cover everyone's differences, um, but instead of alienating people to sort of celebrate those differences um and that's the idea of the ep that's very cool that's um i like the idea that i feel that um these days um equality and inclusive inclusivity is that is that the right word inclusivity um yeah yeah yeah. um, that's how i say it yeah cool um is that they are, well, there should be like just things that are out there anyway, like realistically, um, that there, there shouldn't be any form of, uh, inequality or anything like that. Um, I like that the title is addressing that without being, um, I think as sometimes as artists, there's, there's this thing that we, we all can do even with it, not artists, but like you can be too preachy or too like, Oh, yeah. In in your face almost. Like I like that it's yeah, yeah. inclusive while just kind of being like people can take their own interpretations of it or or do that yeah, kind of thing. I think it's sort yeah. of subtle. It's not like trying to throw something down your throat. It's just like this is a nice way to be. Um, yeah, take it as you – take it on your sleeve type thing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Do you, find, <laughs> <laughs> do you find – do you find – um, like that, that it's a similar kind of thing with your songs. Have you have you found that? Because I, I know that uh, as, as we said, "Walk My Way" um, is about your girlfriend. That 
you can still have those songs and express who you are and, and your truth without like, like how important is it for you to be able to have those songs where you can express your truth, but also not be like, as we said, like too preachy or too slapping someone over the head <laughs> with the information. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I like that you said that because um, for me, a lot, a lot of my songs are, are love songs, and um, they're, they're not they're not written to target um, you know the same sex community, but because I'm a girl with a girl writing about love, I guess it does sort of influence that community to be able to want to also share share their love with you know, their partner and feel comfortable in doing that. And so, yeah, I think I try and do it. Um, I I don't really try and and do it, but because I am in a same-sex relationship, that's the way it comes across. So I'm definitely not trying to, yeah, um, you know, send any um, different messages to other people. I just want, um, yeah, same-sex couples to feel accepted and, um, that their love is, you know, equal and, yeah, that it feels good. Of course. I, I feel that, um, and I think it's a, a lot better than, I don't mean to disrespect Macklemore and I know I'm going to go on a little bit of like a uh-huh. side tangent here, <laughs> but like um, it's, um, I feel like with the LG, uh, LGBT community um, plus community that, you want love songs that aren't, you don't want Macklemore singing about same love. You want songs that are the same as like, does, does that make sense that it's not like a a novelty to to be it? Yeah. Yeah. It's not really sort of um, pointing anything out. It's just, this is the way we are. um, And it's okay. Like to be in love with whoever you want to be with. So, yeah, anyone could relate to it really because it's just about the universal feeling yeah. rather than targeting anyone in particular. It is, um, it is a great song. It is a fantastic EP. Um, I quickly wanted to ask Harper, we ask all our guests, uh, is there anything that, uh, what are you currently listening to? Is there anything that is getting a thorough workout on your, your record player or your Spotify or Apple Music? Mm-hmm. Actually, I've been listening to Al Green lately. I don't know why. Oh, Do you nice. like his, his like R&B soul? Yeah, stay so together. calming. I, listen, I wake up. Yeah, let's stay together. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, so I've been thrashing that. And also I love Neil Diamond. I always, I've got his record. Um, and I just love Cherry Cherry. I just want to listen to it all the time because um, it makes me feel so good. So that would be my two. <laughs> no, that's nice. That's that's a solid two. I think that's very good. Um, what was it? My thank you. I think my grandma, like years ago, gave me a a copy of like a very well worn Hot August Nights uh, by Neil Diamond, and that oh. yeah, that uh, <laughs> some absolute classics on that one. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. we tr- we tried it bits and pieces, did but. Oh, no. Oh, well, that was nice of her to give that to you. Exactly. It was still still a very nice gesture. Um, Harper, thank you very much for being on the podcast today. I do appreciate it. And congratulations again uh, on the EP. I'll make sure that we put that in the notes, uh, the show notes for the podcast, as well as 
the uh, the tour dates as well. Awesome. Thanks so much, Simon. You're a legend and your questions were great. I really appreciated that. And that's our show. A massive thank you to Harper for her time. Faith, Sex and Skin is out now and we've left links in the show notes if you'd like to buy tickets to her shows or stream the EP. We also want to give a huge shout out to Shari at Great Company Collective for helping out with today's interview. You can find a link to our Spotify playlist in the show notes where you'll be able to listen to all of our guests' picks. If you like the show, please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released. We release new shows each Thursday and Friday morning with guest playlists streaming on Spotify at the same time. You can follow the playlist profile on Spotify. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. Until next week, cheers. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.